2: Black woman, that check black woman, best respect that woman, the black woman is God, black woman, that big black woman, you never check that woman, the black woman is God, mother of the earth, queen of the land, call me Mama Newt. Watch me expand, swallow up the sun, give birth out my glands, that's what we call a resurrection, I think it's time to turn your lights on, I think it's time to change your white tone, speaking up on you just like a python, uh, uh, ice, this is really ice tone, we the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga, in the form of double X, nigga. I want my throne back, I Stop nigga, burn your shit down. Stop wow. that nigga, we all waited, debated, anticipated, <laughs> was hated, miseducated, <laughs> by both who ejaculated. So now the fakers and rapists and violators and motherfuckers haters, cause we born immaculated. So now we changing the orders, we be the total recorders, removing all of the borders, stopping the slaughter. So I'm calling the daughters, from out the to pre waters, we're taking round waist, wait, mommy water. Black woman, that jet black woman, yeah, let respect that woman, why black woman is God. Black woman, yeah, that big black woman, you can never check that woman, why black woman is God. They think I'm gonna stop this fight, when they call me bitch, hoe and die. Oh, so I'm saying it loud, right on the mic Stand strong, reclaiming my birthright These beasts bow down to no man Submission never been part of a program So keep fishing and searching this whole land No DNA strand we take the black boat man. So, who was the builders before you? And who get you suckling and boy, you? If you believe in the ultimate sacrifice The story to Jesus Christ, she had her without you So, to your God, the raping and Black woman, that big black woman (laughs) Yeah, just respect that woman Why the black woman is God Black woman, oh, that, that black woman You can never check that woman Why the black woman is God
1: Come on down. Crown the Lord, show me the way. Yeah,
0: baby.
3: It's the angry divas, the triple dark goddess. The angry divas radio show. The angry divas airs live weekday on blogtopradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website. That's www.angrydivas.com. Angry divas, get it right, boo. This has been another bitch house production. The angry divas radio show. Radio show. Radio show. Radio show. Yeah, baby. It's the angry divas, the triple dark goddess. The angry divas radio show. The angry. Divas,
1: yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: Today's episode of the Angry Divas Radio Show. That's right, baby. I am your host with most the triple dark goddess, also known as Diva Fire. And this is indeed the Angry Divas Radio Show. So today is Tabo Tuesday, and we are going to talk about powerful biblical queens. Um, You know, I'm just going to keep on with our series here, and this will be our focus for the week. We're going to talk about a couple of these queens, and today I wanted to, well, I was a toss-up, right? I could have talked about Jezebel. I could have talked about Esther. I decided to talk about Esther, but here's the thing. You can't discuss Queen Esther without first discussing Queen Vashti. So I want to talk a little bit about Vashti as well. Vashti, yet another queen in the Bible, yet another dark divine feminine who was deposed of her queendom and even killed because she was a powerful woman. Vashti hails from the bloodline of angels. Not every woman does. Not every woman comes from that cosmic bloodline. But interestingly enough, Vashti does. Vashti was a very, 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 very powerful woman. She had her own power before she married. Um, who the hell was it? A Hazarus, I think, was her husband. And um, one of the biggest issues is Vashi was pro woman. She was a true matriarch. Like we got a lot of women out here talking about feminism right now. You don't know what the hell they're talking about. They're lost, they're hurting. They're in terrible relationships with men, and they're talking about feminism, this, that, and the other, but they're not really living it. Unlike these women, Vashti actually was that powerful queen who stood up for the right, the sacerdotal right, the divine right, the birth right, and the blood right. And we're dealing with a woman who was powerful in a time where men were um, increasingly seeking to repress, suppress, and oppress women's power. This is when they began marrying women so that our marriage and matrimony would become patrimony and go to his house, his pocket, and strip us of our wealth. And Vashti unfortunately represented that time or was there during that time. And so Vashti was the principal wife of Ahasuerus or Xerxes. And you all, um, if you've watched that movie 300, There's a little bit about Xerxes in there, um, interestingly enough. She was included in the scripture because of her stand for women's rights, or rather because of her natural obstinacy. This led her to refuse the king's command to appear at a banquet he was hosting. Vashti's divorce from Xerxes, or by Xerxes, led to the search for a new queen of Persia. This is how Esther came to be queen. Xerxes wanted a woman who was powerful but not aware of her power, who would not refuse him. This is yet another story, yet another, uh, I guess you could say, iteration of Eve and Lilith and Adam. Adam wanted Lilith, his first wife, to lay under him and let him dominate her, and she said, "Um, excuse me, no, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? The fuck I look like. You lay down, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's looking like it's the same thing with Vashti yet again. So the account in the first chapter of Esther is, of course, fascinating. It's very fascinating because it's dealing with a lot of insight into the terror that assertive women strike into the hearts of many men, even of the children of lesser gods who are the mothers of men. hmm So I'm going to read a little bit from Esther for for you. It's Esther 1, and here it goes. Then the king said to the wise men who understood the times, for this was the king's manner toward all who knew law and justice, what shall we do to Queen Vashti according to the law? Because she did not obey the command of King Ahasuerus brought to her by the eunuchs. So the eunuchs came to Vashti because, listen, no no time in our history have men been able to have access to queens except that they sacrifice that little pound of flesh that they're so proud of their fucking penis. You had to be willing. And this, look, this was not a punishment. These men willingly to be in the service of the queens, to be in the temple of the priestess, the temples of the mother, would give up that little penis to make themselves closer to being like unto mother and to prove that they were not a threat to the women who dwelled in those temples, who presided over those temples, and who upheld the sacred orders. Because a person with a penis is a threat to the feminine. Now, I had an interesting conversation with a sister about this today. And you know what? I'm going to touch on this a little bit because this is is just so – the same story all over again. Women who are assertive, women who are powerful – Women who know how to wield their power frighten everybody. They frighten not just men. These, of course, men are weak and crazy and scared and fucked up. But these women are also weak and crazy and scared and all fucked up, and they're scared of powerful women who do and know powerful things. They're afraid of it. It frightens them to their core. So the sister said to me, and I made a little video, a word from Diva on um, Yoni power, The sister said to me, well, you know, you posted something about dragons, and you've been talking a lot about demons, and, you know, there's there's been all this talk about the dark lately, and, you know, it scared me. And I just thought it was so interesting because the sister was coming to me because some man who pretended, look, men pretend to be on this RBG shit. They pretend to be on this black woman is God shit. They pretend to be on some Christianity or Islam or Hebrew, Israel, whatever the hell they're on, but they're taking classes with some of these men whose names I will not mention on my shit. These men who are teaching them not only how to use the occult to enslave and to trap women, but to use the occult to have sexual access to goddess spirits, goddess energies, so that they can come up off of the womb. So there are men out here that y'all are laying down with talking about doing sex magic. Just foolish. How the hell are you going to do some shit you don't know nothing about? But there are men out here who are talking about doing sex magic with you women, and they're talking about, you know, um, all of this here, whatever, whatever the hell they're talking about. But behind the scenes, they're doing rituals against your womb, against your senses, against your ability to resist him, to weaken you. They're working magic on you. So you all are frightened of me because I openly say I am a dark witch, I'm a dark priestess and a healer, and you're frightened of a woman's power, but you lay that pussy open for a man to curse you. That is a huge problem, and we see it again and again. And, and interestingly enough, all of the powerful women, the priestess women, the women who are actually here to help women heal to be transformed and be set free from this, they're not being listened to. They're being ignored. You're afraid of them. You're afraid of their gnosis. You prefer people who fake. You would like a dark witch who goes to church, is a demonologist, curses people but says, oh, Lord Jesus, I just love me some God. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Y'all are okay with that, but you're not okay with the actual thing, the actual power, the actual a priestess who is possessing that power, and we see why. It's a historic thing. It's a spell that's been run on us. It's all about this repetitive history and her story that we even see from the Bible. So let's get back to this Esther part. Um, The Memukan answered before the king and the princes. Queen Vashti has not only wronged the king, but also all the princes and all the people who are in the provinces of King Ahasuerus. For the queen's behavior will become known to all women. Look it. We can't have the queen exercising her power to not be bended or bowed to a king. Because the other women, this is exactly what's going on here on this planet, y'all. This is why a lot of bitches don't like me and never will. If the other women see a powerful queen exerting her power and standing in her God-given, sacerdotal right and authority, they might be inspired to not feel the need to obey male authority either. So something always has to be done about these women who do not bow or bend to the patriarch, who don't play games with it, who don't entertain this shit in any way, shape, or form, because they are literally a threat. We know that the example of one woman being bold, being brave telling our stories we they know the power of a woman sharing they know the power of the matriarchy and they know our story they know how we were able to keep things together it was by talking to each other it was by the office of the orator our society our custom
0: has always been the So, so, oh, I just realized I have myself on
3: mute this whole time. Yeah, baby. So let's go ahead and talk about Queen Vashti (laughs) and Ahasuerus. Oh, my God, this is so funny. This is great. All right, let's go ahead with it. And so the king told Vashti that it must have been something y'all wasn't meant to hear, that it paused on you. Mm Mm-hmm. They didn't want some of y'all to hear that. That's fine. We'll go over it in our private session. But the decree was that because Vashti refused the king, We could not have powerful women out here also refusing the king. We were going to have to do something to change that energy. And so he divorced her and said, let's get a woman who will obey the king in here. And that woman will be used as a a symbol to the entire world of what it truly means to be a woman and a feminine. And that woman was Esther. And so he brings in Esther. They marry Esther. And then they use this story to talk about, you know, a woman's, softness and her ability to use her softness um, to save her people. And so it's, it's showing us that men have a preference for the divine feminine in the light form. They fear her in the dark form, and they have taught, they have taught carefully every single woman on the planet to fear the dark divine feminine and to prefer to be like unto the light feminine who is easily suppressed, oppressed, manipulated, but if she's wise, if she's savvy, she knows how to use that shit to her advantage and to always come out on top. Unfortunately, that is not what we're taught. We are taught to obey men, we're taught to compromise, we're taught to sacrifice, and we're taught that that is what it means to be feminine, that's what it means to be female, that's what it means to be powerful. There are all kinds of examples of men and women alike Going up against powerful, assertive women and instead looking to empower women who are submissive, women who make deals with men in patriarchy via the products of their wounds or whatever their words are, whatever contracts that these women have made with men, they want to use those contracts and say, see, look at what what can be done for you if you just play nicely with us. And it is an example that has been used to enslave and ensnare women since they decided that woman must fall so that man may rise. I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This has been another Bitch House production, the Angry Divas radio show. Thank you to everybody who signed, come, uh, logged in here and signed up for the class in the private session. I will be sending out emails to my mailing list, so make sure you're on it. And we'll be in here tomorrow to talk a little bit more about the Biblical Queens. Now, tomorrow we're going to talk a little bit about Ruth and Naomi.
2: Love them. We'll see you all here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.